Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, you may share your bed with someone who snores, or almost as bad is a heavy mouth breather when they're asleep. But now the august academic journal TikTok has come up with a solution. Simply tape their mouth shut. Ken O'Halloran is a professor of physiology at UCC. Good afternoon, Ken. Hello, Sean. How are you? Uh, First question, could this be potentially really dangerous? Uh, Yes, of course. Um, Almost intuitive, isn't it? Blocking your mouth like that. Um, I'm not sure what the backdrop to this is. I think the wellness group um, that have studied breathing, and there's certainly very good research that have looked at the positive effects of controlling your breathing and its effects on the body, it seems to have strayed into this domain. I do know that there's a study out of Stanford, I think, that is actually looking at it in a structured way, but there's really no evidence. It seems to have made its way, as you say, through TikTok and is catching on as a fad, which is rather worrying. Yeah, well, I think one of the people, at least behind it, is a fella who's actually uh, uh, trying to flog the tape. So uh, maybe a slightly self-interested. <laughs> there <laughs> because, you go. <laughs> because I imagine if, you know, if your mouth is taped shut and you can't breathe through your mouth, then if there's any blockage in the nose, then you can't breathe. Then you can't breathe, which is a problem. Actually, a billion people on the planet, can you believe it, have a form of sleep-disordered breathing. It might be mild, they might not know it, but we think the number is as staggeringly high as that. That's obstructive sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And that's where lower down in the uh, airway, in the throat, the airway can become blocked, occluded, even for very short periods of time, interrupting sleep and interrupting the quality of sleep. So now to think that you would manifest this by blocking it. Now, the thinking is probably we breathe through our nose in the daytime. The nose filters the air, warms the air, humidifies the air and protects our lungs. And it would be interesting to think for hours of the day in which we're not doing that, does it have some detriment to, to the lung? That might be one plausible question. But um, many of us breathe through our mouth naturally when we sleep. We have to in the daytime when we exercise, when we move a lot of air through into the lungs, we naturally breathe through the mouth. So maybe the thinking is that you can improve air quality handling. Um, I think it comes more from the fact that nasal breathing and meditation and yoga type breathing can have a positive affect and that it's straying into maybe that that can have some residual effect from the night before. And I'm sure there's people who claim that it does wonderful things to them, but there's really no science behind this yet. Yeah. I guess we, we have to stay open-minded. Perhaps in structured studies, you could show some benefits. But um, yeah, breathing through the mouth. But my first pass at this, I thought it was perhaps to remedy dry mouth. Maybe people suffering from dry mouth syndrome um, from breathing heavily through, through the mouth at night would perceive some benefit from, from the nose, but it doesn't seem to be that. I'm not quite sure what the major claims of benefit are. Yeah, uh, well, it's, you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says so. That seems to be the major claim okay. I can see well, at the moment. There you go, there you go, QED. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, but, but, Ken, ideally, should we be breathing through our nose when we're asleep? It's a good question. Is it that the, the muscles of the jaw and the, and the throat relax? And that's one of the problems in sleep apnea. But they do with good effect. We've evolved that mechanism probably to stop us chewing in our sleep. And in REM sleep, when we dream, It wouldn't be much fun if we were enacting those dreams. So many of our muscles become quite paralyzed, in fact. Mm. Uh, So you could argue in sleep that it's an accident of evolution that the neck is so uh, relaxed, that has some benefit, and that we breathe through our mouth, but perhaps we shouldn't. And I could see a reasonable argument to say, 
that just because we do, perhaps we shouldn't, and it would be better to breathe through the nose as we do in the daytime for a lot of our behavior. Yeah. Because of this clean, cleaning effect, if you like, this filtering effect. Um, so it could be tested, and you could look at whether there's benefit to the lung. I suspect there wouldn't be. Um, it really is difficult to envisage w- what benefits you'd have. And then, of course, as you highlighted right from the from the outset, the risks are quite high. The risks are quite high that you could have a nasal obstruction during sleep or in those periods of sleep where we're very active. We wouldn't look active. We're resting in bed, but we're dreaming. And the cardiorespiratory systems, our breathing actually can be quite erratic. We can breathe just as hard as we might in some forms of exercise. That clearly requires us to breathe through the mouth. Mm. And so now breathing out, if you envisage air not being able to get in and out because the mouth is taped, or the possibility, of course, of maybe expectorating something. But these are all very dangerous things if the mouth is closed. Yeah, I know among among the, 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 the claims for the benefits, cardiovascular health, dental health, uh, and even the shape of your jaw being affected by mouth breathing. Apparently it makes you better ah, looking okay. as well. Okay, <laughs> that chisel's jaw. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm so sold. <laughs> well, actually, uh, no. <laughs> well, but, but I suppose the, the first thing uh, is uh, the, the initial claim seemed to be it helps with snoring. What makes okay. people snore anyway, other than a feed of pints? Like, what, what, what? In what part is it in the throat? It comes from. It, it's in the throat typically. Actually, it, it can be turbulent airflow is what causes snoring. So the quiet, restful breathing is laminar straight flow through the airways if the airways are open but if the airways start to narrow and they do naturally all of us will have narrow airways and narrow pharynx a throat when we sleep because the muscles relax that can create turbulence now the turbulence can be anywhere along the airways so you can have individuals that get trouble anywhere along their so-called upper airways but it's usually the throat and then it produces that very characteristic sound of snoring and of course that can be a problem and a problem for the bed partner who's struggling to sleep through it. Mm. So remedies for snoring have been around for a long time and again can be along a spectrum of things that uh, won't work and don't work through to things that actually can be effective. So with the your mention of the jaw, there are some dental appliances that can push forward your lower jaw. They advance the lower mandible, the lower jaw. Yeah. And that actually can help to splint open your airway and that can improve snoring and can imp- improve for some people sleep apnea prevent their airway from fully narrowing. So I think what you're seeing here, which is probably the the mishmash of a lot of different fields uh, where there might be good science and examples of where it can be beneficial, manifesting then in what sounds like a DIY job. I mean, it just seems extraordinary to say that you could tape, and as you say, there's probably then special types of tape, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, 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 It seems foolhardy. Yeah. The, uh, no, even at that, though, Ken, uh, um, I'll read out a couple of uh, comments. Yeah, Joe in Tralee says, it gives excellent deep sleep when you breathe through your nose. I'd recommend it. Your nose will never be blocked either. Now, Joe was talking about his own experience there. But, uh, okay, well, we could. We could bring Joe into the lab, measure his brainwave activities during sleep, look at quality of sleep objectively, and look, if you like, in a randomized way at how people report well-being and sleep architecture objectively and subjectively. But I think that's the kind of science that's needed. Indeed, it is the science yeah. that's needed to say uh, when you uh, adopt one approach, you get this outcome. Um, you know, I think people who might engage in the practice are a little bit uh, one-sided in their perspectives, perhaps. Uh, well, obviously, if it's worked for them. Derville, who's in Westport, says, my husband has been using mouth tape for 16 years. 
I use it occasionally, but I don't uh, mouth breathe uh, usually unless I'm exhausted. If you get seven or eight hours breathing through your nose at night, you reap the benefits. You'll never get that trying to do breathing exercises during the day. You'll feel the difference if you try it, she says. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, so, all, all, it's all subjective measures. I mean, very yes, interesting. But it would be, it is fascinating to think that we could objectively look at this and see if there's something to it. Yeah. Now, for the most part, though, Ken, would it be fair to say if the person uh, beside you was snoring, just get them to move them off their back? In most yeah, cases, usually, is that your quick fix? Yeah, they'll usually get a, a sharp elbow. <laughs> that <laughs> might move them. Uh, lying on your back. There is that gravitational effect, but it's more complex than just that. Yeah. It's not just the gravity, but certainly certain body postures and lying on your side is purportedly better. It tends to be better for some than others, but posture certainly. You mentioned uh, drinking. Certainly avoiding alcohol before bed improves the airway. We know that alcohol depresses the nerves, shuts those nerves down. They go to sleep, if you like that, innervate the muscles of the airway. And so the muscles become more flaccid and a person who doesn't snore will often snore after just a few drinks. Mm. Uh, smoking is problematic because it inflames the airway. So there are some tried and tested approaches to try and improve snoring and snoring can be very, very problematic. And snoring can be a prelude to sleep apnea. So it's not a benign condition. It can often be the telltale signs that somebody is in a spectrum, if you like, of change and might have or go on to develop sleep apnea. Ken, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was uh, Professor Ken O'Halloran. Uh, he's a professor of physiology and department head in uh, UCC. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.